previously on Those Were the Days. As a man, I can say this, men, we are simple creatures. This is like 1965 wallpaper. You tried so hard. It's so sweet. Never in a million years would somebody be on a tool show wearing a necktie. However. When the men were idiots, the women were fed up, and the child actors had three first names. Load-bearing wallpaper. Always about the treats, never about the tricks. At this point, I've determined that episode seven is the Halloween episode for any show ever. Those Were the Days is filmed before a live internet audience. Here it is. The very peak of spooky se- What was that? Oh, it, that was two weeks ago? Okay, that's fine. Um, hello, and welcome to Those Were The Days, show about classic TV, uh, you know, nostalgia guys, modern ones, you know the drill. Uh, my name is Amy, and I am driving the bus today. Uh, but I cannot do it alone. Uh, I am I am but a witch on her own, and I'm gonna need some help. I'm going to need an irritating uncle like Stephen. Uh, Abner, Abner, those weird podcasters are doing that show again. They think they're talking to people. We should call the town councilman, who I totally would recognize if I saw on the street somewhere, and tell them to stop them. <laughs> I should have switched these two. <laughs> And the nosy neighbor, Audie. Welcome back, all you wicked witches and warlocks, all you tail-wagging werewolves, all you bat-tastic vampires. You're listening to Ghost to Ghost Radio, your place with the most ghoulish music ever killed and brought back from the dead. I'm your ghost host with the most, Barry Boo. Before we get back to the music, we've got a special message from a listener. Oh, it's from our old pal, Uncle Arthur, who wrote in, Hey, Bear, my sister in Dora is throwing her annual Halloween party over at her daughter's house this year. You absolutely shouldn't miss it. It's gonna be a ball. Well, folks, that sounds like our old, pa- our old pal Arthur has some plans for the party there. Now, let's get back to the tunes. <laughs> and... A put-upon husband, Travis. All right, we got to get this show on the road, and we got to get it done with, because at midnight, I'm going to turn into a wombat. (laughs) 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 So, wow. Um, So, we are talking about Bewitched this week, which is funny, because uh, the other three uh, Halloween-y episodes that we did were regular TV shows that we happened to do the Halloween episode uh, of, and this is... The uh, this is just a generally spooky show. It is a specifically Halloween episode, also, um, but that was largely because it has Uncle Arthur in it. As we're talking about season three, episode seven, Twitch or Treat. Um, says everyone's favorite domestic witch, Samantha. Big hero of mine as a kid. I loved this show. I really did. I I have very fond memories of this show. Um, how about you guys? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, he blinked. He'll, he'll be back. Audie's <laughs> coming back. Don't he had worry. He to get to the ballpark. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take away this awkward moment where Audie left to tell Do you it. how my Bewitched experience was. Aww. I loved Bewitch. 
Um, it was a great show for me as a kid. It was a Nick at Night staple yeah. there for a little while. I think for a while they had it like Bewitched, I Dream a Genie, and they just they were like both together because you know, they're completely different plots, you know, of which oh, yeah. is the weird. I don't know why they paired them together. Mm-hmm. Like they're obviously very different. <laughs> uh, but I, the funny thing is, I remember primarily black and white episodes of Bewitched mm-hmm. yeah. because this is one of those shows that that's that it broke into color at some point. Mm-hmm. It was black and white for a long time, and then it became color. And these color episodes, to me, feel like disjointed to my classic <laughs> memories of this show, just because I don't, I, I don't remember watching that much. And I was actually shocked to see Dick York playing Darren yeah. as uh, one of the most famous actor switches of all time. Was Dick, <laughs> Darren gets changed completely to a different person yep. sometime after they go to color. I thought it was always like Darren was in black and white, it was Dick York, and... Darren in yeah. color is Dick Sargent. Both of them are named Dick. Can't explain that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I loved I loved the show as a kid. Um, Samantha always kind of reminded me of my mom because they had the same hair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, both are blonde. Both are fairly tan. Both had Fair. same hair. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. But it was no, it's great. Love the show. How about you, Travis? I also very much enjoyed uh, Bewitched growing up. It was one of those that would play, like you said, Nick at Night, or I want to say maybe TBS played it at some point, had it in reruns. Um, And I definitely watched a lot of it. I, like you, remember mostly in black and white. I do think they went back and colorized a lot of episodes. They did, yeah. Um, Okay. They they say that uh, one of the ways you can tell is that uh, when they open their mouths, if their teeth are gray, you can tell that they've colorized it. Because mm-hmm. they don't colorize the teeth because they're white, but they're not. <laughs> yeah. They're not, not really white. They're, they're off white. Um, but yeah, I loved the show. I mean, Samantha was great. Dick York is the better of the two Darrens by far. Yes. Um, and it's un- it's unfortunate that his back was such an issue for him uh, for so long because he really, like, as he went on, he kind of was bummed out that he didn't get to finish out the show. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's a it's a bummer. But also, like... Uncle Arthur, Paul Lind, only in 11 yeah. episodes, doesn't matter. I remember him from the show. The show had like 250 mm-hmm. episodes. He's in 11, and it's still... Are you serious? When I think about it, I think about Paul Lind Paul and Lind. Uncle Arthur, um, mm-hmm. and just all the crazy, silly stuff that would go on. And watching it uh, for this, I was reminded of how much I enjoyed the premise and then just the execution of it to to pull off what they did. It was it was great, and it was really just a fun, you know, family sitcom. It's one of those '60s yeah. wholesome family sitcoms. Even if they did sleep in the same bed, oh, scandalous. Um, we'll get there. That was surprising. Um, so, so I guess I guess we're just gonna roll with that. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to vamp for Adi. He'll be yeah. back in a he'll second, and then we'll yeah, he'll um, be back. Yeah, no. Amy, what's your? I was trying history? to wiggle. I always tried to wiggle my nose when I was a kid. Because <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how it. the magic happens, and I can't, I can't, not really. Nope. I wind up looking like um, from Bed Knobs and Broomsticks when he <laughs> turns, when he turns back from being a rabbit. And it was all good. <laughs> Scrunchy nose. I watched nose. a lot of witchy stuff as a kid, didn't I? Yeah, a little Definitely. bit. It was popular no, when we were kids. No influence on me whatsoever. No, none. None. None at all. None. I spent my formative years near Salem, Massachusetts. But also, I have no effect whatsoever. It's fine. 
Was this a colorized episode? I, I couldn't. It didn't. I was wondering I, that now too. I'm not. I don't sure. remember when they made the switch. It might. I mean, it's only season three, so it might be. Yeah, I feel like I could have sworn Dick York was the black and white Darren, and they didn't switch to color till Dick Sargent came on. And I could be wrong, but I remember watching a whole lot of black and white Bewitched in very little color. Mm-hmm. So it shocked me when this was in color when we yeah. turned it. Like I, I was, I was definitely blown away. This is de- this is going on my uh, detective list. The old <laughs> list of things I got to figure out before the show ends. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that if it is a colorized episode, it is really well done. It's very well done. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. Audie, what's your history with Bewitched? Okay, so Bewitched is another one of those where I know it existed. I know the premise, but I never really watched it at all. Gotcha. So this is my first time actually watching an episode. Um, this was a all good the way one, I think. Yeah, it was fun, <laughs> for sure. Um, you know, I mean, when you have a special guest like this one, it's it's hard to beat. <laughs> There's an excellent special guest uh, in this one. So, uh, the premise of this, so this does actually um, sort of tie into the previous episode, because Endora has sort of blinked a house into the neighborhood across the street. A giant house. Um which apparently no one noticed. It's fine. I didn't watch the previous one, but that's the whole story, is that she's in and out of the neighborhood. This is irritating Darren to no end. But it's Halloween, and so hes they're going to go to a movie. And there are three movies at three different theaters, and we can pick one. <laughs> Samantha's like, I don't know. It's Halloween. That seems wrong. Like, we shouldn't do that. Like, like my mother's having a party and I really want to go. And I'm saying if you've married like a witch, like I feel like you should already be on board with the Halloween thing, at least yeah. a little. Um, and and so Darren is mad because the house is back and people are going to notice and then what's going to happen. Um, and so <laughs> we start off in this very beginning with like one of the best lines in the entire episode. Because Samantha says to Darren, don't you love me? And he goes, no. (laughs) She's like, excuse me? No, no, no. I I do, but I don't want to do whatever you're about to ask me. So I felt that no so hard. No. Yeah. (laughs) That that chemistry between uh, the two of them is so good. It's Mm -hmm. really good. He is. Um, It's just perfect. And she's got that, like, yeah, I mean, she has literal power, so (laughs) it's a nice change from the usual uh, housewife. So, um, Samantha strikes a deal with her mother out in the backyard. Oh, well, no, so first Uncle Arthur shows up in the picture frame. Mm -hmm. He's like, pulls out every pun that he can in this (laughs) episode, and it's very good. Um, you know, to say that, like, ooh, there's going to be a Halloween party, and it's going to be great, and you're going to want to be there. And it's great because Samantha's like, you know, after he's gone, and Samantha's like, he's gone. It's it's fine. He's like, he's not gone. He could be in the fishbowl. <laughs> we don't have a fishbowl. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, and so that's the best, right? Because, like, Darren has been infuriated by Andorra being around. But, like, the only thing that can counteract that is Uncle Arthur being yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have this scene in the backyard of Andorra 
and Uncle Arthur shows up and he's inviting himself to the party. And so Samantha strikes a deal like, listen, get, you know, well, I, I believe it's Endora's idea, but it's like, we'll get rid of the house, but we'll have the party here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she redecorates, interestingly. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like the inside of Jeannie's bottle a little. It kind of, yeah, actually. <laughs> what? A little bit. But how? Um, that <laughs> statue is, uh, the fountain is something else. Um, but it's very... <laughs> Like I don't know that it's what I would have pictured for Halloween. No, the ho- no. the water the water is basically just spraying directly at the statue yeah. with no yeah. arches or anything. No. It's just the most hastily prepared sprinkler system it's I've ever loop, seen loop on a piece of art. Attached. <laughs> yes. Very good. It's not working. No. <laughs> um, so Darren comes home and Samantha meets him at the door. She's like, "Oh, I love you so much. Let me give you smooches." And he's like, "The neighbors." And they are watching. Oh, they're watching. Oh, they're always watching. Gladys yeah. is watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like, listen, so um, the house is gone. You can see the house is gone. Um, so, like, what if we did something nice for my mother? Because the house is gone. So what if she had the party here and also she already decorated and I love you so much? <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Which, I have a question because didn't Darren leave to go tell Andorra to get rid of the house? Wasn't um, that the purpose for him leaving did. or did he just go to I think work? So. Because I, he came back yeah. and he's like, yeah, I can see the house isn't there anymore. But like, he had nothing to do with that. So where did no. he go? <laughs> did he just like he go for a pub. sandwich? He, yeah. Just needed, yeah. Yeah, he just needed 10 minutes. Mm. <laughs> bourbon, bourbon and cigars. That's yeah. how he's surviving with the boys. <laughs> that's fair. Um, so, all right, so the party's going to be at Samantha's. The, uh, Uncle Arthur has invited himself. Um, well, now that it's at Samantha's so, house, though, he's invited. Cause she's he's invited so. because she invited him. Yes. Because. Oh, and I love the line he said about the decorating of it. He's like, mm-hmm. and Dora, you oh, decorate yeah. the same way you do everything else. It's super stupendous, glorious, bad taste. <laughs> I wrote that down too. I thought that was amazing, and it's I want amazing. it on a T-shirt. Yes, <laughs> I want. Yeah, those are life goals, honestly. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, um, we do have across the street. We have the nosy neighbor, Gladys Kravitz, um, whose husband believes none of this, and of that's not. fine. Um, and she's great, right? Like, she's like the neighbor from ALF. Like, it's the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're doing the same thing. Achmonic. Yes. Yes, but the, she sets the... up her husband to have the best lines. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, there's another great line about her also that we'll get to in a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, the night of the so we get to the night of the party, and it's, I'm going to go ahead and say subdued. Yeah. For a bunch yeah. of magical people. Mm-hmm. They're for, just for having a party cocktails. Full of, They're all dressed. Yeah. Witches and warlocks all in their tuxes and evening gowns. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, let me tell you, you could take Samantha out of this episode and put her into, like, any show, like, that takes place right now, and you would not notice. Like, oh. I oh, was, yeah. it was, she was, like, stri- like, I guess timeless is probably the correct term. But. Yeah. It's the little black dress. Yeah. She's wearing the little black dress. Yeah. The little black dress has existed since the Forever. beginning of time. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yep. It's true. 
think. First time they killed a panther, and then there was... A yeah, panther. Adam and Eve walk out of the garden, and she's like, I need a dress need, for tonight's I need, formal. I gotta wear something. <laughs> um, so, enter, enter Boris and Ava. Now, Ooh. I read the trivia for this episode after I'd watched it the first time. So I read the trivia for this episode, and it says that Ava is a woman while the cat being walked into the house is clearly a male. So now I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, how clearly, how clearly could it be? <laughs> so I watched the episode again, and I got to that part, and I was like, oh, my God, that is clearly a male cat. I had, oh, my. Oh, oh dear. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, and yet- so Boris is kind of your, like, standard issue warlock guys got a cape and he's got his familiar <laughs> his familiar Ava who uh turns into a woman and she will get to be a woman until midnight mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um so like the party's great there's like floating um floating trays that was a good effect by the way I'm gonna say it was, like, I kept it was. To it. Yeah, that it was. looked really good and yeah. And I am very curious to see exactly how they pulled that off because I have some ideas, yeah. but I'm not sure um, yeah. with just the way it was filmed. But it was it was it looked great. And I like the implication that it's not magic; that there are mm-hmm. entities present, yeah. right? Because they talk to them, and like not just Darren who doesn't know what's going on anyway, but like Endora talks to them about mm-hmm. like, oh, there's some on the service thing. Um. So Ava's a lot. Um, so I have a cat, right? I have my cat, Bree. And I got her as a kitten, and she hadn't been fixed yet. She wasn't old enough. She had an appointment. And um, about, oh, a month after I got her, they're like, if she goes into heat early, you just call, and we'll just move the appointment up. So, um, yeah, about a month into having this cat, um, she just she just goes full crazy and is just, like, loving on every object in the house and just crying <laughs> and i i watched ava in this episode and i said yes i understand this i've seen this before <laughs> I, am, I am familiar with this behavior um darren doesn't entirely mind though no and, not really and he's like I mean, I mean in in his defense he didn't want to be at this party in the first place right he wants none of this. Um, Uncle Arthur is just irritating all of the time. Um, at one point, he's listing last year's party, which was clearly in a swamp. Mm-hmm. And so he's just listing in detail all of the not food that they had. Boiled um, tree fungus with peppered fish fat, sea urchins <laughs> with Bordelais sauce, stir. Second course boiled ostrich with sweet and sour sauce. Okay, yeah, I wrote it down because it was just too ostrich. much. It's gonna get tough. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Seared- did he make that up, or is, did they write all that down? Like that feels like somebody just standing there making up junk. But I don't yeah. know how good Paul Lind was in that department. I'm if not you, sure. Yeah, listen, if you ever watched Hollywood Squares, you know how good he is at improv. Yeah. He made okay. all that up. Yeah, he probably yeah he he absolutely made, made that up. I'm sure every take was something different. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Ava, Ava's uh, a very mm, amorous dancer. That's fine. <laughs> One way to put She's it. Just doing a move. Just move. You just move. Great. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so then Darren the does street. just move, but he, oh, he does. He, he it does. looks like he's having a seizure. <laughs> it's very, it's very <laughs> Elaine ty- type dancing when yeah. Darren gets going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. little kicks. Um, and Samantha comes over. I think ultimately not because of Ava, but she's like, please just stop. Please make it stop. <laughs> I would she, like to still love you the, by the end. She had the look of a woman that knows her husband is not going to get in trouble, but right. just is like, oh, geez, I can't, I've got to go help him. Happen. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, not threatened at all by Ava, just like, oh, geez, I got to go save yeah. him from himself. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Uh, meanwhile, across the street, Gladys at the window, flipping out about everything, flipping out because people have vanished through the door, flipping out because a cat turned into a lady. She's called the police department. She's called the fire department. She's called animal control. Who's she going to call now? Uh, yeah, her councilman. <laughs> can, I, can I share a story about Gladys real quick? Yes. I use this Gladys Kravis thing a lot in the neighborhood in conversation, like when I'm talking to somebody. And it wasn't like maybe six months ago. My neighbor lives next door. Um, some new folks moved in across the street. And uh, he drives up, and I'm working in the yard. And he says, hey, what's the story on the new neighbors? I said, what do I look like, Gladys Kravitz? <laughs> like, I'm not staring over there. And he stares at me for a beat. And he goes, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> so that is exactly why I do this show. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. And your answer is Fantastic. physically or in my soul? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm about 80, roughly, on yeah. the inside. And TV years, yeah. And, yeah. and the really funny thing is that is, like, that's a thing, but Gladys is only in, like, 50-something episodes. She's in, like, a fifth yeah. of the episodes of the series. But it was so memorable, kind of like with Paul Lind, <laughs> yeah. that you just, yeah. a Gladys Kravitz became the nosy neighbor. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Brilliant. And again, I love her husband in this episode. When she's first making the call, she's like, Gladys, how many people do you need to tell you're crazy? <laughs> and she calls Councilman Green as the head of his neighborhood re- re-election committee, and her husband mm-hmm. is like, crazy, but shrewd. But, yeah. <laughs> really um, so Councilman shows up with his campaign manager, and he's like, I don't know what we're doing here. She's just a kook. And then... It's fitting. This is where it becomes fitting for, you know, for for the times that we are in. In Holy the somethings yes. never change department. <laughs> and he says, if there's one thing you should learn about American politics, it's that kooks vote. A flippin' <laughs> man. Good lord. <laughs> oh boy. That line was so good. Mm-hmm. And so it's like there's this party over there and every it's a oh uh, mm. There's something going on across the street, and you better go check it out. I vote for you. Great. Yeah. Town councilman. Mm-hmm. Town councilman. So um, they're going to go across the street. But before they go, um, the, the <laughs> his campaign manager has him put in a call to the newspaper. Because yeah. if they do find something, then they'll want a headline. Yeah, exactly. Now, Samantha's whole argument for the, like... For defending this party is that like it's Halloween, people expect weird stuff. None of this stuff is like uh, like sure a cat turning into a person is I guess weird, and people invisibly passing through doors is uh, weird. But it's Halloween, mm-hmm. weird things happen. True. Um, so this part is great. Uncle Arthur earns his keep in this part. 
Yeah, because they're going to come in and they're knocking at the door. And, and so Samantha's like, there's people like, oh, it's, the, it's, it's my, it's my councilman. <laughs> you don't yeah. Know. Right. No, you know, I could <laughs> you don't know I'd be lucky to identify the president in like a like an everyday situation, mm-hmm. right? Like if running into at the grocery store, I would just be mad that he's in my way, right? So well, uh, they go out in disguise when they want to go out into the public. Yeah. I have a buddy who saw the governor of West Virginia at Burger King while he was governor dressed <laughs> in disguise. Amazing. And, and they're and, like, wait a minute. It's not wrong. Like a couple of years ago, I passed Bill Clinton on the street in New York City, and it took me a second to realize, like, I just passed Wait. Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> That's what weird. What's happening? That's well, weird. It's just weird. And again, the so, council, the councilman and his campaign manager, they see a person going through the door. <laughs> and he's like, "Did you see that?" And his councilman's like, and his campaign manager's like, "No." And if you know what's good for you, neither did you. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a Frasier episode about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's very good. So. Um, Uncle Arthur's going to take care of this. They they open the, the, the councilman and his campaign manager open the door and uh, blink right out the back door. Like, this is the, <laughs> the thinnest house I've ever best. been through. It's such, and they play it so hard. It's such gag. a silly and dumb gag, and it's done to perfection. It's so good. And I love it. And by... <laughs> It's highlighted by Samantha and Uncle Arthur just like giggling about yeah. it in the living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best. That is the best part because like the gag itself is great. Then getting the reactions just pushes it over the top of like that's brilliant. <laughs> so um, they try to go in and out of the house a couple of times. It doesn't work. So they're not like we're gonna go in the window. We're <laughs> <And they're> gonna <laughs> go out the window. Now. I- <sighs> Now, here's the thing, right? Like, you know Gladys isn't the only one on this street that's looking out a window. So now you've just seen your counselor climbing into your neighbor, your very nice neighbor, Samantha, and Darren's living room window. Yep. Um, But I'm sure it's fine. So then they're out the back again. And, like, they finally give up. And they go, I'm, so the councilman has another great line. And he goes, I'm going to deal with this problem the same way I've dealt with all the other problems in this town. Gonna ignore it. (laughs) I won't say anything if you don't. Mm -hmm. And just shake hands. And that that gag was great. And that was actually my second favorite moment of Uncle Arthur using his magic because he does the same thing earlier to Gladys when Gladys comes up to the door. Mm -hmm. And she's knocking on the door. Oh yeah. And he he transports her back to her own house. But it's what I loved about it is her husband opens up the door. Yes. What are you doing here? I live here. I live here. Now ask now me ask why. why. <laughs> I, I can't believe I forgot that. Just deadpan is all. Now ask me why. And that's the end of the scene. And I lost it. I lost it. It was so Yo. good. It works because it's such a juvenile display of what you would do with magic if you had it. You know, yeah. it's just such like yeah. if two six-year-olds had the ability to screw with people, yeah. this is the kind of thing they would do. Um, there's there's one other interesting guest at the party uh, besides Boris and Ava, um, and it's Willie Mays. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, apparently, Willie hilarious. Mays did a lot of sitcom appearances. Um, but yeah, so Willie Mays is a witch. That's cool. That's so felt, then he's like, 
that felt okay. very much like a Men in Black joke done at this time period. Just you yeah. know, like oh, yeah. this person happens to be magic. Really, really. Well, yeah, and and it's a it's a great way to put it across too, because like Samantha's you know uh, saying hi to him, and and Darren has to do the double take. He's like, yeah, that that's Willie Mays. Wait, he's but I was it, and she's like the way he hits home runs. Mm-hmm. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so great. Now, the the other cool thing about that is as a baseball fan, I know that that's a coup for a television show to get Willie Mays because he was a San Francisco giant. Mm-hmm. They are the arch rivals of the L.A. Dodgers. Ooh. So yeah. to have bring him down from San Francisco to be in your L.A. TV show, oh, that's big stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, well, I got to get to the ballpark. It's, it's L.A. Yeah, the trivia was over. like they didn't make it to the playoffs that year. The playoffs don't go. Not back then. Not back then. Not back then. Ooh. They um, also didn't hire him for his acting prowess. You know, no, he no. ate a canape, nah. and that was it. It's fine. That's all we <laughs> needed him for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you needed him so that Dad on the couch with everybody else is going, "Hey." Yeah. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, you know, we got to watch as a family. It's it's a good family show. But mm-hmm. Dad is definitely reading the paper. But there's Willie. That's his pipe out his yeah. mouth. You know, <laughs> just bend down the top of the paper. Wait, wait Willie Mays is on TV. Willie Mays. <laughs> you know, um, so the party, um, so Endora's going. To do her recitation. Because we've already had Ava's dancing, which that's a strong word. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but we did get the we did get the uh ghost to ghost joke. That was good. Which was excellent. Yeah. Um and and so Ava's I mean uh Andorra's recitation of Twas the Night Before Halloween is only improved by Uncle Arthur. <laughs> really because it was not going anywhere good and now here's the thing she lets him do it because like she blinked him out of a tree earlier like she can do magic on him yeah mm-hmm. and just chooses not to um and it, it gets ugly uh but pretty funny and darren finds it pretty hysterical um uh, and so then Endora's finally like, you know what, let's just take this party somewhere else. Venice? Anybody? And they just go. They just go. And that's it. They're gone. That's it. Yeah. They're gone. But they, they left party. all the decorations, which was nice. Well, I was gonna say, she does blink him into the statue. Yeah. Right. We find out why finally... the fountain is pointing at the statue so we could have <laughs> yeah. this joke at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah With the pigeon on his head. She does blink him into a statue and he's just damp. And they all leave, but he's just still there. Mm-hmm. I imagine he's probably still just there. Just Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. And even <laughs> even is his defeat, he's like, I'll say this, she's got imagination. <laughs> it's a very it's a very wholesome rivalry between the two. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're still family. Like I get it. Oh so, yeah. The episode ends with, with Darren and Samantha getting ready for bed in the same bed. Just one I know, right? Guys. It was just one same bed. bed. I was very surprised. 
Well, remember, we talked about this in, yeah. uh, I can't remember what episode it was when we had this conversation. That Bewitched was allowed because it was a non-human That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah. That's right. Relation. Was I Love Lucy? Yeah. I think it was I Love Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't be in the same bed, but they could in Bewitched because of the non-human relationship. And the was it the Flintstones that was allowed to? Because it was a cartoon. I can't, there's a handful of reasons. The Adams Family. That was. I think that was the other. Yeah, one. Okay. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Awkward. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Like standards and practices. I don't know that that's better. I don't. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think know so. that you're making the point no. that you think you are. Um. And so, like, Samantha's really sweet, and she's like, hey, thank you, you know, not a lot of not a lot of guys put up with, what do you put up with, and still be smiling. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, well, how about next year, you know, we spend Halloween with your family. He's like, okay. She goes, and Thanksgiving with mine. <laughs> and that's just... Okay. Because <laughs> okay. um, I can only imagine what that would entail. Um, and that's our episode. It was a very Halloweeny episode of a. I mean, I guess kind of. Technically, it was. Um, yeah, Paul. Lind, I loved it, man. Paul Paul Lind mm-hmm. to sell it like the MVP of the series. Mm-hmm. Like, and you guys remember uh, Bewitched, the movie that they made with Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Two thousand five yep. or what? It was yeah. terrible. Oh, it was like not there good. wasn't anything to enjoy about it. But Steve Carell's Uncle Arthur. Was fantastically channeling Paul Lind. I was going to uh, actually, yeah, Steve Carell, uh, Paul Lind. That no, I see that that works. Actually, yes. yeah. Now that it, I'm thinking it about worked. it, it mm-hmm. worked. It worked. The entire movie was a disaster, but that alone, I was because he he at one point pops in the car with uh, with Will Ferrell's character and does that laugh mm-hmm. that Paul Lind has that nice. <laughs> you know thing, and it was just I'm like, dude is dude is possessed by Paul Lind right now. This is amazing. <laughs> See, I don't know if Paul Lind was dead, but still. Having no connection to the show, I didn't care about the movie at all and never bothered anything. And when I read the synopsis of us of it, I was like, after watching this episode, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm offended now after all these years. Like, <laughs> crap. Yeah, yeah, something shouldn't be made, you know? No. Not the no, way it was. Right. Like, way- I feel like the way they approached it was like, like, let's not pretend it's a reboot of the show that we're pretending to make a movie about. It was just a, yeah. it was a bad move. That's what I'm saying. That was wasted bad. potential. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and the the thing, like, nobody could do that, like, slightly pained laughter into, like, a, a face that's sort of, okay, the joke's over, like Paul Lynn. Like, there's something <laughs> about the way he could go from just scrunching his face up in that laugh and then that, like, like the only other person I can think of that got close to that was Jim Carrey could do that. You know, he'd have his... <laughs> and, like, Paul Lynn was... Yeah, Paul, Paul Lynn was just the master of that. And he's so good at riffing and laughing at his own jokes in a way that doesn't feel cringy, even yeah. though it should. And he's just mm-hmm. he's so, so good. And I Paul swear- Lynn died in 1982 19? at age yeah. 55. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 55. Yeah, I just read that. That's uh, ridiculous. Mm. It's not fair. No. No, it's really not. No, but he made a lasting impression on a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 11 episodes of Bewitched, but he's Uncle Arthur, and you just think of Uncle Arthur in this show. It's like Sam, yeah. Darren, and Dora, and Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... He's in I'm fewer Gladys. episodes. He's in fewer episodes than Gladys. He's in less. Ep- yeah. He's in fewer episodes than Tabitha, yeah. by a long stretch. 
Oh, yeah. But you remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing that I noticed in this, and I, I wanted to bring this up to the committee here. Uh, do you think when they colorized television and we got, you know, 1960s became full color, you feel like any of that might have had uh, contributed to the fashion sense and color palettes of the time? Like, hmm. I was looking at all the colors and I'm like, this is real pretty. All this stuff has got, you know, there's very blues and yellows and all this stuff. Uh, and I don't know if that was coming up even without the advent of color television, or maybe it was popular once they're like, ooh, look at what we can do. Let's make everything all pretty. Um, and I haven't, I mean, I wasn't around before color television, so I just assume everything was in shades of gray. Um, <laughs> the, the world was in black <laughs> and white until the know. mid-60s, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, go back in the 1800s, everyone was sepia-toned, exactly. you know? Yeah. <laughs> how the world looked. Well, I, I wonder how much of the color the color of whatever they were wearing at the time for black and white mattered more than trying to match whatever fashion thing was yeah. going on. You know, that's um, a good point. Cause yes. I mean, if you look at the, the Munster's house, if you look at photographs of the Munster's house, it's all pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you do there, there was another one I saw, I saw a makeup thing. It was like a thing about TV makeup and it was the difference between doing makeup for, color television and doing makeup for black and white yeah and it's almost oh, like yeah. the difference of doing for theater you know what i mean like it's all mm-hmm. about value mm-hmm. um yeah you need to see people from a distance at the theater yeah. so makeup is much right. more pronounced it was similar to and a so thing it's like I, a similar yeah i saw mm-hmm. i saw a thing on um uh the hobbit when they were first working on those hobbit movies oh, and they yeah. were shooting it all 3d stereoscopic and it was Peter Jackson on set in like the Mirkwood Forest, which is you know it's Mirkwood, it's dark, it's dingy, it's nasty, and this was like a an LSD Technicolor just explosion because the way they had to shoot everything mm-hmm. in order to get the color right, right. in the three D, and it's like yeah. seeing see, peeking behind. It the looked camera like a laser behind tag the curtain. arena. Yeah, yeah, you know peeking and behind the curtain and stuff too. like that. Yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they shot that in high frame rates, and I remember the costumers talking about Bilbo's coat and the designs on it. They had to be—they're like, we've never had to shoot against high high uh, frames before, mm. and this is changing everything we know about costuming in a movie. Yeah. And I had never considered—it's like you go back and look at some movies if they're wearing somebody or TV, somebody's yeah. wearing like a tight plaid or something, and because of the interlacing on the TV, their jacket moves mm-hmm. real stupid. Yeah. Yep. It's like mm-hmm. you had to consider things that you don't, you think, oh, design costumes, great. Design costumes for film, a mm-hmm. uh, whole different animal. Mm-hmm. All right, so I had to go back and look up color TV. Sure. Um, so the NTSC color standard was proclaimed in 1953, and so that's when we started wow. making limited color programming. And so this standard was was came about because it's compatible with the black and white so you could put it you could watch it on a black and white tv mm-hmm. oh, oh yeah. okay um it was not until the early 70s that color television in north america outsold black and white units wow yeah it took that a long time color, longer than i thought color yeah. broadcasting in europe didn't standardize on the pal uh format until the 60s so the colors that we used, that we ended up using in color, had to be backward compatible, compatible yeah. basically. basically. Yeah. Wow. So kind of like neat. when you needed to get the when you needed to get the little converter box 
when oh, everything yeah. went digital. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. happens more than you would think. Like yeah. old video games, pixel art, the pixel yeah. art of today is like a nostalgia for a thing that didn't exist. Because if right. you yeah. look at pixel art, the way that it was made was to look not like blocky pixel art on a CRT. Right. 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 And the interlacing would make it look more detailed than yeah. it yeah. really mm-hmm. does. Instead yeah. of being like these high contrast colors and very blocky art style, it was meant to, when it was displayed, it would look like different art. So, yeah, I can see that happening with things. You know, you, you choose all your colors because black and white film is going to just look completely different from the way that yeah. a, a color photo mm-hmm. goes. It's why, it's, it's why if you ever see, I think there was, was it the pilot episode of the Monsters that was in color? Or the unaired pilot, maybe, and it's maybe it's bizarre. Color, yeah. It's so yeah. weird to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, the black and white is is good for the monsters. It's like good. It, it yeah, makes it, it fits. It makes it much yeah. better. It's monsters. When you take the monsters family. and yeah, but when you add that '60s palette to the mon- monsters, mm-hmm. and like I, they're blue, like weird yeah. greens, yeah. like it just doesn't. It feels off. Well, mm-hmm. and it's and like not right. Black and white is a different form. It's a different art form than color is. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. you yeah. you really have to you have to change the way you light things for black and white versus color. Right. So even as recently as WandaVision on Disney Plus when they did black and white, yeah. they had to kind of figure it out cuz it's it's becoming a lost art form of yeah. like how to make things work. So they're yeah. like we we had to build these sets and talk to people who were shooting back in the days when we had to shoot black and white so we could figure out yeah. lighting and mm-hmm. what colors. Like, how do we make Vision look purple without making him purple? Yep. <laughs> making right. him work yeah. in black and white. How it's, do we talk? How do we treat, teach your imagination to see the color that's not there? Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's not the yeah. same thing. It's not just hitting a filter and turning it black and white. That's why, you know, the uh, Mad Max Fury Road, the Chrome Edition, or Logan, mm-hmm. uh, Logan Noir, like... That's a bigger undertaking than you would think. They didn't just take the movie, put a black yeah. and white filter on it, and send it back yeah. out. Right. Like, yeah. there's a lot of work that went into making those movies function properly in a black and white aesthetic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. That's bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> and the history and of then color some. television, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was gone because of uh, internet, whatever shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, Did y'all yeah. talk about the cartoon intro at all? No. No, that no was, we super didn't, which is funny. That was yeah. super interesting Iconic. to me because, yeah. Between I that think we got distracted and, because you weren't here. Yeah, yes. sorry. Yeah. Um, but, like, <laughs> that, because I, I, I was trying to think of, like, where else has that happened besides this? And I dream and of genie. It was a thing at this time period. Like there were a mm-hmm. bunch of different shows that did it. None of them did it anywhere close to as good as these two did. Like yeah. Bewitched, it was actually Hanna Barbera animation. Yeah, yeah, yes. And they, with they, um, got, they got good animation for it. Uh huh. And then with I dream of genie, it was somebody from what was it? Disney or something? I th- yeah. um, think so. Yeah. So it was somebody professional doing it. And then yeah. the others I looked at, I was like, yeah, okay, they, they didn't get as professionals. <laughs> or it, no. just, it just didn't come to the bar that these two did. But I was trying to think. I was like, does anybody else, have we tried this? Has anybody else done this? And I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. A little bit of I mean, I, can't, I, I can't come up with anything off the top of my head, no. And in a, in a way, it kind of uh, it just works for this. And mm-hmm. it also was interesting because they didn't change it. Like they nope. made yeah. 
they did three different versions of it. There was a black and white with Dick York. There was a color mm-hmm. with Dick York. And there was the version with Dick Sargent. And that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it was very consistent opening. But I, uh, that's one of the things that I always remember from the show is that opening. Um, did you know that there are lyrics to the theme song? No. I did not no. know that. I did not know that until today when I was reading about it. And apparently there are lyrics to the theme song, and I'm reading them with the melody in my head. And I'm like, yeah, okay, this works. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. funny. There were a lot of shows that had a, a strong melody that actually had lyrics. Sanford and Son had lyrics. Dick Van Dyke had lyrics. MASH. Which had lyrics. MASH had lyrics? Yeah. All right. Yeah, mm. and they just didn't use them. It's like they right. were there, and they provided a melody, but they weren't introduced and it never aired. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite openings yeah. is uh, the opening for Chuck. And it's the song "Short Skirt, Long Jacket." Yep. <laughs> and they just use the you know the little bit of dum da da dum dum. Yeah, so I can't go wrong with cake. No, no, no you can't. No. Yeah. <laughs> Both Aww. the band and the food. <clears throat> yes. Truth. All right, so that um, at long last <laughs> wraps up <Yeah>. spooky season. <laughs> we did it. Hyper extended <laughs> spooky season. Um, so we're gonna be shaking things up a little bit in terms of how we usually do stuff around here. Um, so for the next two weeks, we're going to be doing Thanksgiving episodes and we're probably going to like tag team who's hosting or whatever we have where mm, we definitely didn't just like figure this out this afternoon. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, we're going to do that and then, um, we will loop back around, uh, to start at the top of the batting order again, and we were, we will do uh, wintry holiday episodes, and then um, at the beginning of next year, we'll be diving back into our regular format. Um, so, gentlemen, next week we have something, and uh, yeah. does anybody want to tell me what that something is? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make the call right here do next it. week. Do it. We are watching one of the most famous uh, Thanksgiving episodes of a show ever, and it is mm-hmm. WKRP in Cincinnati, The Turkey Drop. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to watch right. that. And, uh, and I watched a little bit of it earlier today, and we're in for a treat. Oh, Let me tell I'm so you. excited. WKRP. There's a name I haven't heard yeah. in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that'll be – that's – that's next week, um, and yeah, we'll do we'll do that. We'll do another Thanksgiving one uh, the week after. Do some holiday ones, and then round about the first year, we're going to be putting up another poll and having um, everybody in the in the community mm-hmm. help us decide our next topics. So be ready for that coming up uh, towards the end of December, beginning of January. We'll be getting that stuff out there for you. Um, I have completely lost track of if we got any bewitched feedback. Um, because I didn't it has see been any. a while. Yeah, I didn't see any in my stuff. I did not That's either. Fine. They're lost. Because Bewitched yeah. is yeah, wonderful. And yeah, how, how could you not have something to say about Bewitched? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. I feel like it doesn't need to be said. Is maybe. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. Seriously, everybody loved it. What do you want? Um, but you can talk to us. We're everywhere. Um, we're on Twitter as it burns to the ground at those days show. <laughs> um, you can join the two dorks, uh, discord. Um, is That's it two dorks. Two dorks.net dorks. 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 slash discord. There you go. 
Um, and uh, I think we're on the clock app. I don't know what it is. We don't do a ton over there. <laughs> the email. On TikTok. I'm yeah. bad at keep upkeeping the TikTok, I will admit. That's fine. And uh, the email is those were the days show at gmail.com. Maybe? You got it. <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, for me, for Steven, for Audie, and for Travis, thank you, everyone, for listening. And join us next week at WKRP in Cincinnati. Have a good Look at that. Caviar on the hoof. <laughs>